It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic today. It's April 22nd, 2021. My name is Philip Rossmike. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can find me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore O-N-D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, let's talk a little Cole Anthony, shall we? Well, we'll chat about how Cole Anthony's been playing since he came back from his injury, the positive signs that were are hiding underneath the surface, and the positive signs that have come to light, plus plenty more for him to work on. Also chat a little bit about RJ Hampton and his progression as we do a little rookie review on today's episode of Locked on Magic. But before you do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked on Podcast Network. Now, searching grab and download podcasts for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the New Orleans Pelicans ahead of tonight's game? Check out Locked On Pelicans. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college, too, there is a Locked On podcast for you. To search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. I will not be hosting a Locker Room this week. Um, I've got plans for a podcast tomorrow that we will air next week. Um, But I should be back uh, for another podcast, hopefully next Friday is, is when I'm thinking that I might do another Locker Room. I'll make an announcement on the show next week. So no Locker Room this week. We'll get back to it next week, it appears. So we'll, 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 we'll talk more coming up then. Undoubtedly right now, uh, the Orlando Magic's focus is on its future and, and, and on developing and, and trying to figure out what they have in their young players. Um, you know, Something that I'm sure I will talk about, if not on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic, it's something I'm running right now actually for Orlando Magic Daily, um, but something that we'll talk about at least at some point next week is lineup context and 
how that matters for player development and how certain lineups you just can't make evaluations for. And, and frankly, the Magic are probably putting out some lineups right now that just aren't designed to give them a chance to win. Um, and again, that's that's not anyone's fault. That's not anything purposeful. It's the Magic are just so injury depleted that they're putting out lineups that they've clearly never practiced before with players playing a little bit out of position with you know all these things going wrong that they just have to do to function for a 48-minute game. But the one, one thing we are certainly keeping a very, very close eye on then is how rookies in workable lineups are developing. Cole Anthony has been thrown a lot this year. Let's just make this perfectly clear. This was a year where there was no summer, camp, summer league. There was no real training camp. There hasn't been real practices. The ability to get into a gym and really work on things. If this rookie class seems underwhelming, it's not just because it was widely considered to be a fairly weak class. Um, it's because th- these rookies just haven't had the chance to go through the normal paces to get themselves ready for the NBA. You know, LaMelo Ball took a while to get himself going. Obviously, um, Anthony Edwards has ha- found his his place, but yeah, I was actually going through the list of draft picks last, last night, and it was just like, well, you know, number two pick, James Wiseman, been hurt for a good chunk of the year. Obi Toppin been hurt for a good chunk. You know, Obi Toppin's been playing behind an all-star in Julius Randle getting kind of the Mo Bamba treatment in New York a little bit. Denny Avdia just got hurt last night, but he was really coming on a little bit toward the end of the season. It's been a rough year for rookies. Um, and that context matters. For Cole Anthony especially, it's been rough too. The Magic wanted to bring him along slowly, off the bench, kind of in that reserve role with a veteran like Michael Carter-Williams who could also handle the ball next to him. It was a really good plan. And then eight games into the year, Markel Fultz gets hurt. Michael Carter-Williams is dealing with nagging injuries throughout the year. And Cole Anthony was put into the starting lineup far before he was ready. And it took Cole a little while to get himself settled. He made a ton of rookie mistakes. And it's not just turnovers. I'm not talking about rookie mistakes as in turning the ball over a ton or, or not being in the right spots. It's rookie mistakes like rim decisions, like knowing when to attack, just having... A, a, a real feel for the rhythm of an NBA game, especially as a point guard trying to manage and and uh, manage a team. Like, that stuff is not easy to learn. And, and you have to learn through experience until you go through some of these rookie pains. Then Cole Anthony fractures a rib, and he's out for two months. And the Magic want to bring him back slowly, of course, but then, as is always the case, injuries have thrust him back into the starting lineup. When you're a rookie in the NBA, you go through waves. Play, there's stretches where you play really, really well. There's stretches where you hit the wall, which is where I think Chumo Kiki is right now. You go through these waves where defenses learn your game and start to adjust to you, and you have to adjust back, and you have to find ways to beat, beat teams. Right now, Cole Anthony is going through a very strong wave. Right now, Cole Anthony is playing some of his best basketball. On a raw statistical basis, he has been stupendous since the trade since coming back from injury. He's averaging 13.4 points per game since returning for injury. And while he's only shooting 40.8% from the floor and 21.9% from deep, Cole Anthony's returns have been largely promising. It's not even just that he's scoring, he's passing the ball fairly effectively, up, up around six assists per game since since the returning from injury. He's had games with eight, nine assists. I think since his return to injury, he's had only one game with fewer than five assists. The one thing we didn't expect from Cole Anthony 
was that he'd be a great distributor. And all the intangible things that the Magic told us to be on the lookout for, that the Magic said, this is why we drafted him. All those intangible things have come to the forefront too. You look at his toughness. This guy is a competitor. He, you could tell he is trying if every ounce of his being to help this team win. Very early on, he was willing to take charges again after breaking his rib. It, there are a lot of really good signs for Cole Anthony. Like it is, it is abundantly clear that this kid can play. And inefficiency now is not as big of a problem as you think. Yes, Cole Anthony needs to become a better three-point shooter. His three-point shot has come and gone. He was shooting in his last six games before the rib injury around 40% from three. So we know that he can get there. But certainly his rhythm and, and strength from deep has been slowed down a little bit here lately. And some of that might just be the lineup season. Some of that just might be, you know, fatigue and, and kind of building back that base. It's been a couple of weeks since he came back from injury, but it can still take a little while to get your shot back. It's not like Terrence Ross is shooting that much better right now either. Um, since the trade deadline, I think he's like a 20% three-point shooter. So for sure, there's still work for Cole Anthony to do. But he's also done a lot of really good work since. According to data from Basketball Index, Cole Anthony has been actually one of the better players in the league at getting in the lane. He's been really good at finding his way inside the paint and in areas where defenses are forced to make decisions with him. The issue is he's a rookie, and he's not good at passing out of the paint, and he's not good at finishing at the rim, at least over the course of the entire season. For the season, he's shooting, I think, somewhere around 50% at with uh, on shots within five feet. Since returning from injury, however, and that's on about three attempts per game. Since returning from injury, however, Cole Anthony is shooting 57.1% on field goals within five feet of the basket on 4.4 attempts per game. That is the seventh best mark among guards who shoot more than four attempts per game within five feet in the league since the trade deadline. Really think, really think about that. Really, really think about that. It's not many guards who shoot four attempts at the, bas- at, the, at the basket or within five feet in the entire league. Cole Anthony has the seventh best field goal position among them, according to NBA.com and their tracking statistics. This is, again, all to come back around and say there are signs Cole Anthony is doing some really, really good things. It's not just about his raw counting stats, which have been very good. There are other things at play here. If Cole Anthony can be a great driver and a great finisher at the rim, that changes so much. That opens up his passing game. And yes, that will ultimately open up his three-point shooting. The Magic said when they acquired Cole Anthony that they got a fighter. And his determination and his aggression to try and keep this team competitive and keep this team in games has been as big a sign of that as anything else. This kid can play. This kid wants to play well. And this kid wants to win. That's always the start of everything. But the efficiency still has to get there. The efficiency, the ability to finish at the basket, the ability to finish is still 
part of this process. And that's a part that rookies tend to struggle with. Again, I, I bring this example up all the time. Go back and look at Kevin Durant's rookie statistics. There are countless examples of young players, now considered all-stars, now considered great shooters, who struggled in their early days in the NBA, who had really bad efficiency numbers. Kemba Walker was a sub-30% three-point shooter his rookie year. He spent the first like three years of his career at sub-35%. He's, everyone, I think, considers him a very good shooter now. That's Bruce Kreitzer and Steve Clifford's work, by the way. Kyle Lowry struggled as a three-point shooter to start his career. There are countless examples of this. Cole Anthony is going to have an important offseason ahead, no doubt. But if Cole Anthony continues to play the way that he's been playing since the trade deadline or since he returned from injury, he's going to enter the offseason on a very high note. As someone who is certainly very, very capable of making an impact and playing well for this Orlando Magic team. I think that there's a lot to like about Cole Anthony. I still have some questions, no doubt. I'm still a little bit skeptical of his ability to organize a team, um, and I think that's the big test for him over the course of these final 15 games, is whether he's able to organize the team effectively and be a, be a lead point guard. I still think he might be best in the Fred Van Vliet role, where he is the secondary ball handler in a, in a small ball lineup uh, and is able to help spread the floor as a three-point shooter. I thought pairing him with Michael Carter-Williams was a great idea. As Carter Williams is certainly a little bit better at organizing the team right now than Cole Anthony. But I think for sure, too, Cole Anthony has earned his starting spot on this team for now with the roster that they currently have. And I think that Cole Anthony's development has been one of the brightest spots for the team in the last few weeks. I want to chat a little bit about RJ Hampton and his progression coming up here in just a moment before we preview tonight's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, but we'll get to that here in just a moment. But first, don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free, Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good, it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sport, 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and a whole lot more. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's Theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and 
May Charles Barkley, the first black president. Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. We'll have plenty of draft coverage on our end coming up next week, too. That's called a deep tease. Since we're looking at rookies today, let's take a look at another Orlando Magic rookie, R.J. Hampton. Uh, R.J. Hampton, obviously, he got off to a really strong start with the Magic, um, but he's kind of scaled back a little bit. Um, I think some teams have gotten some tape on him. I think he's kind of come back down to earth. Um, For the Magic in 13 games, he is still averaging 9.1 points per game and shooting uh, 43.5% overall from the floor, 47.7% effective field goal percentage, um, 60% from the foul line as well, uh, with only 1.5 assists per game and 4.2 rebounds per game. The Magic have kind of had a hard time figuring out where to put him. Um, Steve Clifford doesn't want him running a ton of point guard or at least being the only point guard on the floor, I think there's a little bit of concern that he's not quite ready to kind of organize a team. And and, and they want, kind of like with Cole Anthony earlier in the year, they want him in positions where he's going to be able to, to find success, where he's going to, A, help the team succeed, and B, um, and B, be able to grow and develop on his own. Um, you know, there, there are definitely areas where he is initiating the offense. It's not like he's never doing it. But they don't want him to be the only point guard on the floor. They don't want him to be solely responsible for organizing the team. Um, Hampton has kind of gotten the short end of the stick, in my opinion, uh, rotation-wise. Um, he's obviously coming off the bench now with Gary Harris starting and Cole Anthony back, and, and those are better options for the team overall. But with the team's lack of depth because of all the injuries, um, Hampton has played probably more minutes without any veterans than any player on the team or any of the young players on the team. Um, you know, I've been saying for a while that I think Steve Clifford needs to do a better job sprinkling, sprinkling his veterans around, but the problem is James Ennis and Michael Carter-Williams are both hurt, um, and you kind of need Dwayne Bacon and Gary Harris in that starting lineup. So the Magic just are short on guys who can just get the team into their offense and, and, and kind of be always in the right spots or be reliably in the right spots. Again, you can debate whether some of those players that the Magic are relying on to be in the right spots are usually in the right spots. Um, that's, that's a debate for another day, perhaps. Hampton, though, I think has shown a lot of promise. And and his abilities right now are still extremely raw. Um, I am not one to say that that Hampton is where he needs to be completely at this point. Um, But I'm not here to say that Hampton's played poorly at all. Uh, I like that RJ Hampton has been really confident to shoot. Um, I, I don't always like his shot selection, but considering that coming out of the draft that he was considered to be a poor shooter or, or a hesitant or or um, a hesitant shooter. Uh, and the fact that he's just willing to take shots, especially three-pointers, he's averaging 2.6 three-point attempts per game, um, willing to take those shots, I think is a really good sign for him. I think that is uh, a, a show of 
potential and, and certainly a show of confidence that he has. Again, he's been put in bad lineups. Um, you know, I don't necessarily blame him for being aggressive. He's obviously, the Magic will obviously never rely on him as a primary scoring option. Hampton's best skill, though, is still out in transition when he's just able to play and, and go. Um, when he's able to just kind of get downhill and get to the basket. He is super fast. And, you know, this is my early observation of him. And, and I think there's there's a little bit too much thinking going on. And I think this is generally a problem with the Magic that, you know, they've had a lot thrown at them to try and get organized. And it's not that organization is important. I do think some organization is important. But I think we're seeing a lot of guys thinking a little bit too much out there. Um, you know, the, the Magic are best when they're just able to play. And some of that is just comfort and repetition and just knowing exactly what you're trying to do. Um, but the Magic, with all these young players, just being too organized or, or too, like, formulaic or, or too, I, I don't know what the right word is, but, but, but too kind of in the system, I think can hurt this team. Um, you know, I'd like to see, you know, not that there shouldn't be structure, not that there shouldn't be some guidelines for how everyone should play and what their role should be, and certainly plays are important um, as a form of execution, but the Magic need to get to a point where they're just playing where there's a lot of instinct instinct going on. You know, again, guys know where they're generally going to be, but they can just play off of instinct because these guys are super talented. Um, some of that has to do with the Magic playing better defense. If the Magic play better defense, they can get out in transition, and that's when you get into kind of those secondary break situations and those fast break situations where you're just playing, where you're not making a set play, where you're not kind of doing set things, and you can just go out there and play and react to what the defense is giving you. Against a set defense, you got to break them down, and that can be a little bit more difficult, obviously. Hampton is really good in, in those transition opportunities because he's just super fast. Um, but like with most fast players, and this is still a conclusion that I've come to, um, you can be too fast. you got to learn how to slow the game down and learn how to use that speed. And obviously Hampton is still there. Hampton, again, has been kind of the odd man out. He's been put in the worst lineups. He's been given kind of uh, not very clear responsibilities all the time. His role has had to shift more than almost any player. I mean, this feels like Chumo Kiki in the early days where the Magic just wanted to get him out on the floor, and while they tried very carefully to narrowly define his role, his role kept changing. And Steve Clifford never held it against him that, you know, he struggled when he played small forward, or he struggled when he had to play him at shooting guard for a little while. RJ Hampton right now has played some small forward. He's played some shooting guard. Um, He's been all over the place uh, on the offensive end. And so so I, I don't think we've seen the best of R.J. Hampton. I don't think we've seen all we're going to see from R.J. Hampton. But obviously, there's still a lot of work to do. He's got to become a better three-point shooter for the volume that he's trying to shoot at. And again, I like that he's confident shooting that three. That's a really good sign that he's confident shooting that three because that was a weakness of his. Now he's just got to get better, and that's going to come in the offseason. Um, you know, he worked with Mike Miller before the draft. It sounds like he's going to work with him again this offseason. And, and that shot has come a long way since the pre-draft process. But there's still a lot more work to do to be more effective and more efficient. And when that happens, that's going to open up the rest of his game. Um, the Magic, obviously, are investing in a lot of these guys. And, you know, unfortunately, there's, there's going to be a minute squeeze, it feels like, depending on who the Magic draft. Um, the Magic are just so stock, stock full of young guys that, are, you know, I'm not sure they're going to hold on to all of them this offseason when push comes to shove. But R.J. Hampton has done a lot of really, really good things. Um, and while the details aren't all there yet and the context isn't quite clear enough, um, I think the Magic have to be really pleased with how Hampton has played um, and the confidence that he's shown, if not the production that he has given them. The Atlanta Magic are certainly going to get a test tonight when they take on the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll preview that game coming up here in just a moment. But first, bet online. 
is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over, but the NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Today's podcast also brought to you by your pals at rockauto.com. Here in Florida, getting around is a necessity, and to get around, you need your car. This is just not a state that has a ton of public transportation, certainly not here in central Florida. Your car is the only way to get around, to the parks, to our natural beauty, to work, to anywhere, to the magic game even. So to take care of your car, if you're someone that takes care of your car yourself, you need the best parts you can find. And that's where rockauto.com comes in. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, and Brian Valdemar, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars for their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. The Orlando Magic will take on the New Orleans Pelicans on Thursday at the Amway Center to kick off their final homestand of the year. Just six home games remain. Three of them coming right now. Three of them coming tonight, Sunday, and Monday against the Los Angeles Lakers. This is obviously going to be a tough game. The Orlando Magic have actually never seen Zion Williamson in their two years, and um, like the Atlanta Hawks, who are a strong offensive rebounding team with a great offensive rebounder in, in uh, Clint Capella, this is going to be a game that's going to really test the Magic's rebounding. Um, it, it's been a point of concern of mine for the since the trade deadline. Um, I've, I am, you know, if I still have skepticism about Wendell Carter as a potential starting center for the Magic moving forward, it starts with the Magic's inability to rebound since the trade deadline. Um, that that's not something that you can scheme for. That's not something that you can you can kind of coach. You either can rebound or you can't. And the Magic have really struggled on the defensive glass since the since the trade deadline, since the trades. I think we all took Nikola Vucevic's rebounding a little bit for granted. He, um, he was a really good rebounder. Um, and, and again, maybe some of it not so much out of his position, but he gobbled up everything around the basket um, and, and held his position. Um, you know, I think Wendell Carter has struggled a little bit to hold his position uh, against bigger centers that he's had to play. Um, and, and I honestly, I would say his hands haven't been great on some of the rebounds he's gotten. He's lost a couple couple of rebounds that he should have had uh, in his hands. But nonetheless, this is going to be a big test as the Pelicans are a team that grabs 30% of their offensive rebounds. Um, Steven Adams, obviously a great rebounder. Um, Zion Williamson is a wrecking ball. And, and I don't know if the Magic have anyone that can handle him. Um, if, you know, I suggested this on Tuesday night. 
if there's a time to try a lineup where Wendell Carter's at the four and Mo Bamba's at the five, as much as neither of those guys are great rebounders, this might be the one to do it, to, to get Carter on Zion uh, and to keep a big body on Steven Adams. Um, you know, I, I think that I think that the, this is going to be a really tough matchup for the Magic because the Magic, you know, as, as much as we joke about the Magic's length, they don't have size right now. Um, you know, they're, they're playing R.J. Hampton at the three a lot. They're, you know, running Wendell Carter, who's 6'8", 6'9", at center, and that's probably his best position at the moment, too. Um, this is just not a very big team. And like Chumo Kiki, you know, I'm sure he'll get some of the call on Zion Williamson. Uh, Chumo Kiki's going to have some trouble kind of keeping up physically with a guy like Zion. I mean, everyone does, but um, it's going to be a big, big battle. Um, the Magic have to make sure that they stop the three-point shooting. Um, you know, Brandon, they, they they lucked out when they faced the Pelicans earlier this year. No Zion, no Ingram. I, I believe Lonzo Ball didn't play that game, too. Um, the Magic took advantage of that to steal an overtime win, and that game was very much, you know, kind of stolen uh, with the Terrence Ross shot that he made to, to win that game. And it's not clear who else is going to play for the Magic. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams has been ruled out, but James Ennis, Terrence Ross could be back in the lineup for this game. Um, it's This is not a favorable matchup for the Magic. There's very few matchups that would be favorable for the Magic at this point, but this is definitely not a favorable matchup for this team. They, they, they definitely really struggle against kind of these big physical teams, these teams that can get after the offensive glass, and, you know, they've got to do their best to limit them to one possession. But, you know, I say all this, and at the end of the day, this game still comes down to whether the Magic make shots or not. Um, the Magic are, since the trade deadline, have made the, have the worst field goal percentage, have the worst three-point field goal percentage, and have made the fewest threes of any team in the league. Um, this is... This is just not a good offensive team. Um, this is, I think, the third worst or second worst offensive team in the league by offensive rating since the trade deadline. The Magic are really, really struggling to score. And and at the end of the day, whether the Magic win or lose is going to come down to whether they make shots. Um, even in their wins, they have the worst field goal percentage in their wins. They have the worst three-point field goal percentage in their wins. They have the worst three-point shooting. So yeah, defense matters. And, and I think the Magic's defense is going to have to be a, a big factor in their potential for, for getting wins here too. But the Magic have to be able to hit shots if they're going to win. It's 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 a really simple game sometimes, uh, and and I think I think we we can't we can be we can be a little reductive about it and say, well, if the Magic makes shots, they'll have a chance. If they don't, they won't. That's it's that simple. The Orlando Magic take on the New Orleans Pelicans at the Amway Center at seven. I'll be at the Amway Center for that game. We'll have a complete recap on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. Be sure to follow Orlando Magic Daily at O Magic Daily for uh, for action during the game as well. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can always find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore MD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this is Phil Frost. Right? We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. 
experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.